My name is Wazir. And my name is John Muhammad. And this is the Business Building Blocks Podcast. How are you doing today? I'm fantastic. How about yourself? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. We live here with the Facebook audience. They've been watching us do a quick little adjustment here. We are here at the beautiful Media Block. The media Block. But um, what did you want to get into today? Let's. There's been a lot well, going on. and uh, There's a lot of current events. That we want to touch on in this in this episode, and uh, we we um, we have it's been a while since we've been uh, back to you. Uh, we missed a week, uh, but also but we we were working during that time, right? So we have a report. We we still got reports to share with you, but uh, there's been a lot of things happening in the news that we want to comment on, and look at how those things affect our business and our business development, our economic development. Right, right, because we have to be able to adjust with the climate to what's going on. That's like, true. like if you have a business, there's always something going on that may they call it insider information, but it may it may affect the market that you are in. So it's mm-hmm. good to be up to date on what's going on. That's true. Uh, and we want to just feed feed the uh, keep it going with these business topics because I know you want to. That, that's what we do on the show. We we give a business topic that's more like a principle that mm-hmm. really doesn't change no matter what the climate mm-hmm. is. So we wanted to get into something first, advertising. Something that's really important that people don't mention a lot uh, because, you know, they may think it's spammy or I don't know why people don't advertise the way they need to, but it's a it's a key part of business that doesn't get a lot of attention. Well, in our community, we won't, we don't value it as, as we should. But if you remember reading in uh, the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad book, Message to the Black Man, the section called The Economic Blueprint, he mentioned study the white man. Now they just look, the white man and uh, these other corporations, they are always advertising 24-7 in every opportunity. Just look at sports, the sports world. Now we know sports is not a really uh, a core need for the human being. It's recreation. But in the stadium, they'll, they'll sell the space for the name of the stadium after the corporation, for instance, where the Astros play, it's called a Minute Maid Park. You know, yeah, yeah. After the corporation, and before then, it was Enron. It was the Enron field, but Enron was the big oil company that that crashed. Yeah, they was doing yeah. uh, some dirty business and went out of business. But then you see inside of the stadium, along the field, you see all these different signs signs for different companies. Right. And some some of them are digital, so the the, the sign of change. We watch the basketball game. They like you got all over. these yeah. signs that's, and that's advertising. Mm. You know, there's advertising. So they advertise, uh, and, and the biggest the biggest advertising market uh, cost associated with Super Bowl, the halftime show, and all the, the, who's who's the official sponsor of the Super Bowl? Yeah, and it's always it's like Pepsi. Pepsi is the the official. Pepsi, yeah. yeah. Uh, but then you have uh, the uh, Olympics, mm-hmm. the official sponsor of the Olympics. Might be and, Capital One or something like that. Yeah, yeah. so they, they are always advertising. They they advertise on, and before the internet, you know, it was newspaper, magazine, radio, television, signage, you know. It was always coming at you. They continually bombard you with their message about their product or their service. 
always in your face. Yeah, it seems like advertising fuels a lot of the things that we enjoy, like recreationally. Yeah. Up until very recent, with like something like Netflix or something like that, seem like they don't have a lot of ads going. It's more just like you're you pay to they make their money from. Uh, but they advertise from Netflix, the, Netflix itself. Yeah, because yeah. Because their content is their product. Yeah, but if you look at TV. That we, we wouldn't be watching the Jeffersons or the Jetsons yeah. or anything like that. They were showing those shows, and then in between that was always a Advertise. com- advertising yeah. and commercials. Uh, I just even back to radio. Yeah, you know they had the yeah. jingles and all that kind of stuff, and it seemed like it goes hand in hand. Yeah, that's what, that's that's the point. And then in our community, we may not see the value, and uh, we may say, well, we don't have the budget for that. Well, because you don't have the budget for it, it's because you don't see the value in it. Because you need advertising in order to let your customers or potential customers know that you are out there, that you're in the market, you, you're ready for business. Because you can see as, uh, 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 there's a saying, no sign is a sign of no business. I don't know who said that. I don't know who to get credit to. But no sign is a sign of no business. That means if you... Uh, Nobody sees you. Nobody is aware of you. Well, how could they do trade with you? Right, and just just name recognition or bring you business because if you're going to buy, a, you know, toothpaste or whatever or or, or toilet tissue, mm-hmm. most people are going there and, and the first thing they recognize they'll buy like, oh, I seen that commercial with those bears, so I'll get Charmin. You know what I mean? It's like it's like right. easier. It's kind of more convenient, so you're not really doing all this math in your head about. How do I know which one is more quality? Most people just go with which one do I recognize. That's right. And what we add into uh, this this matrix is that we have to follow principles in our business community to make us successful like those in the larger community. So uh, they spend a lot of dollars and a lot of effort in advertising in a uh, advertising campaign. Now, we talk about marketing. Advertising is a part of marketing. Marketing is that overall plan that you would decide on how you're going to advertise, what mediums you're going to use. For instance, um, online marketing. Then you need to pay for online advertising. You know, not just making a a, a free post. Right, right. But uh, a thing that you have to understand that these corporations and artists in in the entertainment industry they put dollars behind their promotions, even online. And we talked about the cost of putting out an album or putting out a movie. In that budget, the biggest part of the budget is marketing. Right, right. And you will see it. I remember when I was in uh, L.A. in January, I seen a lot of um, people that I see online, like they have a lot of followers. Yeah. You know, so you would think they would only just post to their followers, but I seen them with billboards around Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, this is like, so they paid that extra money to get a billboard mm-hmm. when they already have like they may have like three hundred thousand uh, followers on Instagram, but for some reason they seen it valuable to pay for a billboard, so they just showed me like, like it's not even when you do get that huge branding online, you still need to um, there needs to be another avenue of advertising like i see them expanding it's not they're not just doing the same thing over and over in marketing you want to advertise and mix yeah what i mean by mix is your medium uh you just don't want to do all your stuff on 
Facebook or online. You want to do it online. You want to do it in print media. You want to do it uh, radio. You want to do it cable. You want to do it billboards. Um, you even see sometimes on the receipt some some uh, markets, grocery store markets. It's on the back of the receipt. Yeah, it's on the, you got coupons on the back of the receipt. So you want, um, and uh, we just received a package in the mail, and inside the mail there was a postcard for you to order or reorder mm -hmm. that product uh, uh, inside of that package. And if, if, if you all order from Nation Products, nationproducts.com, which is our platinum sponsor, they are putting in a flyer or a postcard for the business building blocks. Right. So that we can share our audience, our audience and I, which would lead to our customer base. That's the whole objective. We want our audience to begin to spend money with our sponsors. And then and then what that's another part of what we want to talk about under advertising with sponsorship. The way podcast shows are financed is by our sponsors. So uh, to be a sponsor, you would agree for us mentioning your company periodically during our show. You will give us X amount of dollars for every uh, mention. You know, uh, say uh, 30 seconds or uh, a minute or have a long, we agree. And then you would give us that, uh, uh, you'll pay for that time. Now, we don't charge our guests. It's not our guests. To be a guest is free. And then, you you know, if we had a guest on and you came on and talked about your product or service and we interviewed you, that becomes an infomercial about your business, your brand, your product. Mm -hmm. And that you that's, that's saved in our archives and we post it on our social media. And then now you have access to repost it on your on your uh, platforms, and that's that's advertising. Yeah, but we don't charge for that. That's free. That's what the business building blocks is about. And that's what we committed to. But also, we are a reality that have costs, and so for us to remain on air and to remain valuable, viable to you and accessible to you, then we must have a means that we uh, finance in that sponsorship. And I just want to take this opportunity now. If you're interested in sponsorship, you can contact us at this number, 832-258-3061. 832-258-3061. And what you can do is grow with us. If you agree with us principally on you know, building businesses and entrepreneurship in the black community, and how the, the the value of that, the need for us to ask our community to buy black, support black, you know, for us also say to support our youth, you know, create job opportunities for our youth, particularly our males. And, and many times we're demonized, and we, right now, uh, with um, police shootings, uh, the assault by law enforcement on the black male. And a lot of times they justify in the propaganda in the media by saying he was a criminal, he was a thug, he was a gangbanger. The guy, the brother was unarmed. He had a phone in his hand. Mm -hmm. In the recent case, the brother had a, in the backyard of his grandmother's house, he had a phone in his hand. They shot him 20 times. But now this is what the enemy is doing 
of what the devil is doing, Satan is doing. But the question is, what are we going to do to invest and preserve our youth? And I say we need to create job opportunities. And shout out to our mayor in Houston, Sylvester Turner. Sylvester Turner did something in his administration. Before he came in office, the city of Houston was only providing about 450 jobs. And we're about 4 million people. In the city, for, for the summer, they was only providing about 400 jobs Man. to the youth before the administration of uh, our black mayor, Sylvester Turner. He turned that around, and last year he was able to provide over 5,000 jobs to our youth. And this year it's estimated he said he can produce, or uh, he have available over 7,100 7, jobs. So shout out to Sylvester Turner and the city of Houston for seeing the need to invest in our youth uh, providing uh, employment. But that's the things that the, the business building blocks encourage. Create internships in your business. You know, for, for, for we invest in, in our most valuable asset, and that's our youth. Absolutely, yeah. I remember I had a uh, summer job back in the day with Urban League, and I, I needed that. I bought my school clothes with that, so... So I could have been doing something else trying to get that money. Because <laughs> we, we need to uh, be able to work in our community, and that was the Urban League. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was young, I worked in uh, the uh, WIC program I told you about, Titwell Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, later on, I worked with the NAACP in their, urban, in their youth program. Yeah. But uh, we have organizations, we have businesses that are black owned and like I, I always say these institutions we need to hire from within our community and we need to hire subcontractors or vendors to serve that business of that organization that are black owned and operated and we have institutional networking again black bank bank black these are some other principles that we uh, advocate on our show buy black bank black hire black contractors, mm-hmm. hire black suppliers, hire vendors, you know, and then that way we begin to solve our own problems. We produce our own jobs, you know. So what what did you, in terms of Wazir's music, what have uh, mm-hmm. been some of the recent developments? Uh, Well, when we talk about advertising and we talk about marketing and stuff like that, a lot of people and a lot of artists, the most they'll do is like post a, you know, a, a, a screenshot of their music online or yeah, go check my music out or just the album art or something like that. Go check me out. But one thing that you that we all eventually have to do is we got to start traveling and we yeah. got to start doing shows outside of our city. So when we were, um, when I went to when I did that show with the Hip Hop Detox around Savage Day in Chicago, mm-hmm. I met a brother named Eliza Prentice out of Orange County, California, okay. uh, Orange County, Los Angeles, that area, and um, he told me that he does an event every month. And uh, at that moment, I was like, "Oh, well, when can I come out?" He's like, "Oh, just you know, pick a time in uh, March, you can come out." So I came out uh, last week. Uh, and what it was, it was like a, he calls it the cool lab is what he calls it. And it's an event where he brings out artists and uh, it's like an open mic type setup. Okay. So 
not only was it a event that was packed with people, it was packed with other creatives and artists that mm-hmm. you know to network with and stuff like that. So me and my uh you know, brother JV, he from Houston, Texas. The artist we had, we interviewed a few weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, Joseph Vons. Yeah, I call Vons. him JV, yeah. but his name is Joseph Vons. He's an artist too. And that's another thing. When you got people around you who are helping you build, you it's good to look out if you get an opportunity. So as soon as I got that opportunity, I hit up Joseph. Like, yo, you want to go to, uh, you want to go to Santa Ana, California? You want to come out there with me? He's like, yeah, you know. So we hopped on a plane, went out there. Crazy enough, at the time I had the flu. So I was like, I was I had a crazy. But, but you didn't let that stop you. No, no, no. That's what. Like I had the flu. I was super, but I, mentally I wasn't. I wasn't ill at all. That was just uh, my body was sick, but my mind was completely good. I was like, I'm going out here to do this show. So we get out there, man. It, it was a it was a beautiful event. He made me a feature act other event. So mm-hmm. he set me up real nice, and uh, I just got a lot of game from him too in the process because. He doing it all off the strength of his own effort. Like nobody, nobody telling him to do that. He's independent. He independent. Like he said, in the beginning, we helped him set up the speakers and the sound and everything. It was a he had a relationship with the venue um, out there, so he would just so he would you know bring people there mm-hmm. and they would let him host his event there. So he had a nice little working relationship. A, a lot of prints. A lies. Like a lies. Like a lot guy, mm-hmm. a lot. You, you can find him on on social media, yeah. or, or is he? Yeah, yeah, he online? on. He got an online. Program. Yeah, he on Instagram and all this kind. Of, he also is an artist too. So um, let's share him on a, on our Instagram page and let our let our audience know about him. And uh, we we definitely thank him uh, for giving you that shot. But also, I'm impressed with you going from. And I know you was in L.A. recently before. Yeah, I was in LA in uh in January. And then you you moved around. You didn't wait till you got uh discovered. Nah, uh, and and that's the thing. It ain't it ain't <laughs> even like we we it, it's about a big record label. That's what I'm saying. Nah, and you, it's you, it's you, it's based on your work. You making noise, you you making uh art, you you doing shows. Yeah, yeah, and, and the, maybe somebody will notice the work you're doing and noticed uh, from your work ethic, your music. Yeah, that's what I be telling people. Want to be on with you? Yeah, that's what I be telling people. Just people seeing you do what you do, or get you the next show, or get you the next gig. Because if they, if people don't know you, you do that. If people don't know you're available to travel, nobody will invite you outside of your own small, you know, bubble that that a lot of people get stuck in. But we went out there, man. The crowd was amazing. They 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 showed a whole lot of love. We made a lot of. New fans and you know new family, new supporters to the movement, and uh, it was great. It was it was great, and and you don't you think when you go out there you just meeting people from there. There were people there from all over the country, from New York and from uh, Mississippi and from Atlanta and all this kind of stuff that were there. But I would have never met them if I didn't if I didn't take that leap of faith and go do that. So uh, it was yeah, a that's great. And uh, uh, you want to give some information on how they can uh, contact. Uh, listen to your music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How can they find Wazir? Yeah, yeah. Y'all, y'all can support me. Uh, y'all can listen to my music. Uh, search any streaming platform. Just W A Z E E R. By streaming platform, I mean Apple Music. I mean Title, preferably Title, because it's black owned. And Title actually sounds a little better too. But um, yeah. but yeah, just anywhere you listen to music already, whether that be YouTube, just search Wazir W A Z E E R. Uh, and follow me on Instagram W A Z. E E R underscore, but 
And I just talked to a brother that said he went over to uh, Ethiopia, and they are listening to YZ in Ethiopia on radio. That's crazy. I wish I had like a video or some of that. Uh, I definitely want to. That's that's the plan too. By the end of the year, we getting we leaving. The, we going somewhere outside the country. Pre, bef, preferably this summer. So me and been, been getting several invites. Yeah, me and Joseph Vons are planning to go to the motherland. Yeah, a, Africa would be amazing. Uh, we got contacts but, but in UK and stuff like that. I'm sure. I'm sure in our audience, since our audience is online, there's probably persons outside of the United States that can get the business building blocks. Uh, share share the links. Uh, we definitely are international. We're not just a local show because the problem is not local. The problem is international. We're going to talk about it uh, when we talk about this, this war that's going on, this uh, attack that's going on against the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan by the Zionist Jews uh, attacking him uh, with this anti-Semitic uh, campaign that really um, is anti-black on their part, and we'll go into that. But this is uh, how they will power uh, around the world, and historically how they'll um, uh, wage war against uh, all of the darker people going back to the slave trade. But uh, before we do that, we'd like to talk about sponsorships. And this is an opportunity where you can, the recording, you can uh, begin to uh, support those sponsors that support the business building block. And we want to start out with Nation Products. That's nationproducts.com is the website. Uh, you can find Nation Products on Facebook as well, nationproducts.com, who are literacy advocates specializing in children books. Uh, that are titled or authored by blacks and uh, and also literature that's going to enhance our education and give us a true positive perspective of ourselves. One of the titles is Famous Blacks in America. And this book is a word search book. Uh, very inexpensive. You can find it on nationproducts.com. It gives um, puzzles for each historical figure in our in our culture, in our history. And as that child solves that puzzle, they learn about that figure. But then they deeper they learn about themselves. And that raises their self-esteem. Some of the other titles are chemistry for children. When we introduce children, young children, um, elementary age children to chemistry. And uh, other titles, uh, here's uh, who is Michelle Obama? Who is Michelle Obama? Um, a bestseller. Um, there's other books. Again, there's not a child, children book. A Case for Separation by Attorney Warren F. Muhammad. We get into the details of separation and nation building. Because separation, and in, in, uh, some people try to equate it to the white supremacist group. But the white supremacist has a history of terrorism as relate to the black community. Lynching, burning, intimidation, voter suppression, and that type of thing. But blacks, when we talk about separation as opposed to integration or even segregation, because there's a difference between separation and segregation. And you'll learn about it if you get that book, A Case for Separation by Warren F. Muhammad. 
But really, separation is all about self-development. It goes back to the concept of Booker T. Washington. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad in the nation of Islam, do for self. What is it What is it that we have the power of? We don't really have power over Mr. Trump or the Trump administration. You know, but we do have power over, over things that we do and uh, things that we support with our dollars and our participation, our talent, our talents and our skills. Why don't we use our God-given talents and skills to begin to improve our own lives in the uh, environment in which we find ourselves, our community? So that's what separation is really about. You'll learn more about it. And then the business building blocks is directly tied into that. Um, Another thing we would like to talk about is black media. It's a public service announcement, the final call newspaper. And again, we must begin to support media that tells factual information in media that we own and that's going to tell the uh, news from our perspective. That's the finalcall.com. And you can get the digital copy at finalcalldigital.com. But support the Final Call newspaper. It's published by Minister Farrakhan in the Nation of Islam. And, but it's not just a Muslim newspaper. It's for our people, wherever we are found in the world. There's uh, information and news that covers this, the continental United States, but it's also uh, news that are international, Africa, the Caribbean. It's international news. So it's for all our people. Support the Final Call newspaper. And... I always like to bring this up on every show, and that's the Economic Blueprint. The economicblueprint.org is a fund that was established to purchase farmland so we can begin to do just that, separate. You can't talk about separation without feeding yourselves. And then we need the essentials of life, human needs, food, clothing, and shelter. But without land, you won't be able to feed yourselves. You know, farming, um, the livestock, the animals. They need land to graze. You know, they need water to drink. So so do we. So it all starts with land. And then if we're going to build our own housing, the wood that we need come from trees and the uh, bricks come from clay. The sand that we're going to make the concrete out of come from the earth. The steel, the, the steel beams that we're going to put in inside our construction come from uh, the ore, ore, iron ore out of the earth. And then all the other pressures, uh, minerals, and oil, whatever you got comes from the earth in terms of uh, natural resources. So in order for us to acquire that and improve our condition economically, land is a necessity. And we, we got a plan a non-violent, peaceful plan under the leadership of Minister Farrakhan in order to acquire that land. And that's with, the, with this fund, the economicblueprint.org. We're only asking for five cents a day per wage earn. And if we, that's 35 cents a week, $18.20 uh, a year. And collectively, we can pool our resources and uh, purchase the land. That's, that's peaceful. That's a peaceful plan. And then we can begin to cultivate the land 
and begin to feed ourselves and clothe ourselves and produce houses. And then also, from that, we'll build our community. We'll do the, we'll do the nation build. But it's going to be very difficult for us to do that with our land. So, if you want to know more about that, uh, go to the website, economicblueprint.org. You got anything to add? No, no, just... Uh Subscribe to the uh, <laughs> to the podcast app. Also, subscribe to us on uh, Business Building Blocks. On uh, if you have an iPhone, you already have the podcast app. So go on there and subscribe. I just want to say that. And, and you know we we have uh, Business Building Blocks on Facebook. We're on YouTube. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Uh, particularly, I want to draw your attention to Facebook. We have a page, but we also have a group. And in a group, if you're a business. Join the group and post your ad because networking, and I think what you did with uh, a lot of apprentices is Probably. networking, right? Mm-hmm. You network with the brother. Don't don't be afraid to talk to your brothers and sisters and uh, trade contact information. Yeah. And let's begin to do business with each other. We talk about generating $1.1 trillion annually out of this economy. But when we begin... that's just potential it's potential power because if we consumers with the money it's going to leave right out of our hands back to the to the whites or foreigners only way we can we can uh, be served by our own uh, consumption or purchasing power is that we begin to trade that dollar with one another right and how you going to trade your dollar with your brothers and sisters if you don't even speak to your brothers and sisters Let's open up our minds and talk to each other. And then let's do business. Let's trade with each other. But it's a relationship. Yeah, one hand washes the other. And I told him when I went out there, I'm going to set a show up up in Houston and have him come out to Houston. Because he brought me out there. I'm going to bring him out here. So that's how it go. That's how you build. You know? Yeah, I think you went to uh, Nipsey Hussle's spot. Oh, that was the first time I went out there. Yeah, uh, I seen a picture where the FOI had went to his store. It's the Marathon, is that the name of it? And the brothers all took a group picture in front of the Marathon. So um, the nation is down with Brother Nipsey, and uh, Nipsey's down with the nation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it, bro. I love what Nipsey Hustle doing. He he doing it. He got stores. He got all kind of stuff going. So I look up to Nipsey Hustle. yeah. Um, so let's uh, network. And uh, we went, we patronized the black business yesterday in the Houston area. Business of the week was a uh, thing that we used to do in the beginning of the business, building blocks. And I think we ought to uh, do it again, is uh, talk about an experience that we had supporting a black business. Now, we supported the media block. But yesterday, it was the wing quarter. Exactly, yep, wing quarter. On Old Spanish Trail. And I don't remember the address. I don't remember the address, but if you just search Wing Quarter, it's, you, it'll come. It's the only it's, one in It's Houston. a brand new uh, hot wing, uh, Cajun style restaurant. Is is I mean it was it was live and popping. Yeah, and it's brand new. I mean even the building, the strip center is new, still opening up other shops. But in that that uh, black business, they had a lot of young people there, energetic. Smiling faces, um, 
uh, whoever the owner is created employment for our young people. They had Zydeco music, those of you that's not from New Orleans or the, the South. Uh, there's a unique form of uh, music, French, black French music called Zydeco music. Um, and it, it was just, uh, it was just beautiful to be able to see a successful, thriving business, restaurant in our community. Yeah, that place is always packed. I don't live too far from there, so I go there a lot, and I told them, anytime I get wings, I'm getting them from here, just because, you know, it's black-owned. So. And it's right down the street from the mosque. Yeah, yeah. Our mosque is at 44, 43 Old Spanish Trail. Shout out to Mosque 45. Uh, but we have uh, black businesses in the area where the mosque is, and we encourage uh, all our people, let's start uh, attend uh, service. You know, get the word, but go out and start demonstrating it in our in our community. Yeah, it's like a little Black Wall Street right there. I think all those stores that are opening up, they still building and opening up right there. I think all of those are black owned. So it makes me want to do who owns that building. Like, is okay. it a yeah? But it's a, it's like four or five black businesses opening up right there. So it's it's beautiful to see that. And I definitely wanted to stay true to our purpose and true to our roots because we're going to talk about now this onslaught, this this attack by the Zionist Jewish, Zionist Jews. Now, we talked about the, the lecture that the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan gave at our annual Savings Day Convention. And he talked about the uh, Jews and how they control the country, really, the United States. Right. It's like the, the tail wagging the dog. You know, something small controlling something big. In Israel, uh, the Zionist Jews that established Israel control uh, this political process in America. A lot of the... Um, Politicians, in particular, the Black Caucus. We got members of the Black Caucus that's, that's uh, being financed by APAC, the Jewish lobbying group, and they control, uh, they uh, have more loyalty to the Zionist Jews than they do the suffering people in our community. But they're in the Black Caucus in Congress. And we want to outline that, uh, I mean, uh, bring attention to that. But uh, they have beginning to attack Minister Farrakhan based on his comments about the Talmud, which is the Jewish holy book, and how they demonized Jesus in the Talmud. They talked about boiling Jesus in the... In, in, uh, hot excrement. Es- hot excrement, you know. Uh, and they believe that they, they um, uh, hate Jesus. They don't believe in Jesus. and But they control our elected officials, you see, and uh, they don't share your fate, so what is your loyalty to these people? Uh, Particularly, they're upset with us about this book, The Secret Relationship Between Blacks and Jews, that was uh, compiled by the Research Department of the Nation of Islam. And uh, you can get a copy if you go to um, findacall.com. As long as there's something in there we can... Um, But the secret relationship between blacks and Jews are citing Jewish scholars. It's not Minister Farrakhan writing this or the uh, scholars uh, in the nation. What we're doing is citing Jewish scholars 
Jewish rabbis, Jewish historians that uh, recorded the history of the Jewish involvement in the transatlantic slave trade. These were the principal architects of slavery. They financed the ships that brought us uh, over from uh, Africa to America. Right. And also, uh, uh, they uh, ran the auction auction block where they auctioned us off like animals. And many of them owned us on the plantation. Most Jews owned at least one slave doing slavery. Right. And they are the ones that established, helped establish the Ku Klux Klan and that type of thing. At the same time, they set up the NAACP and the Urban League, and we thought they was our friends because they marched with Martin Luther King. But they had a concept of non-economic liberalism where they would help us fight for social gains, not economic gains, because they controlled us economically. You know, they have also taken over the Federal Reserve Bank. The US, they print the money, the currency. Yeah. And then they also developed some world bodies, uh, economic bodies like the, uh, the World Bank and uh, other institutions that control world economies. So really their influence is beyond just Israel and America. Uh, they, are, they are a group, they are controlling the economies all over the world. You know, so, and Minister Farrakhan is exposing them. And then they don't want to be criticized. They call you anti-Semitic. And then most of us who don't read or don't understand history fall for the okie-doke. When it's, it's, it's impossible for us to be anti-Semitic when the Semitic people were black. The Semitic languages, it, you could say it's Arabic and uh, ancient Hebrew. Well, if the Holy Quran is, uh, uh, was revealed in Arabic, how could a Muslim be anti-Semitic? You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They are trying to steal our birthright. The secret relationship between blacks and Jews. Uh, get this get this publication. Um, but also study the history and uh, gain factual information so that you can begin to defend yourself. And if you want to, defend the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. And those of us in the Nation of Islam has been on a campaign, particularly in social media, sharing posts, giving you insight on the true history of the relationship between blacks and Jews, or the Jewish involvement in our uh, oppression. And another thing I like to talk about is Africa. You know that the Africans are beginning uh, to regain uh, uh, their land, reclaim their land. Uh, it's happening in Zimbabwe. It started under President Mugabe. And now South Africa, uh, uh, President Zuma resigned, the president of South Africa. His vice president assumed that role as president. And they have recently announced that they're going to begin to repatriate uh, the land, give the land back to the Africans who the land was stolen from by the invaders, the white invaders of, and Wakanda, they talked about the colonizers. But they came in and took the resources. And then now the Africans are reclaiming those resources. And I stand with them on that. We stand with them on that. 
Because in America, it was the Native Americans, it was the Indians that was uh, had their land taken, and we worked the land against our will. So the future of America is going to be the, the Native American, our Latino brothers and sisters, and the blacks. We eventually are going to unite and rule the land that we, we once was bought and sold as slaves. So that's, uh, I just definitely want to share and go on the record. And those of you who are interested, go to the NOI.org. Learn about um, more about these subjects. Get more information. You know, arm yourself with knowledge. You know, that don't just be a blind follower because there's propaganda in the media. And, and, and you can be swayed if you don't research, if you don't educate yourself. Um, you would like to, from a youth perspective, Youth perspectives on the land and stuff. This whole fight. Uh, oh, I mean, you know, I'm be honest. Most most people my age don't even know what that word means. We don't really care about the Jews in any way like that. Like, I don't know what that anti-Semitic. That's not even a. This that term is not even a. Uh, that's not even a. Nobody knows what that means. One, <laughs> two. They are in power, but but the people in my generation don't know that or they don't acknowledge them. So if they try to call a leader who the who the youth follow anti-Semitic, that holds no weight with 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 young black people or young people. I think in general, nobody cares what they're talking about because they clearly, if the truth is is the truth, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So if they are doing these things and they want to, it's like it's like it's not a what they're doing is kind of obvious. Like if they're getting called out that they're doing something, and all of a sudden they want to try to point the finger. No, you have to address. The claim. Can you address that? If you don't address that, then it's obvious that you just deflecting from the truth. Or you, you know, deflecting they, from they, it. They, they use this argument that we're teaching hate. Yeah. And if you notice, they use Minister Farrakhan as a litmus test for any political black aspiring uh, person that want to go hold political office, especially U.S. Congress. Yeah. Um, then they ask him, you remember Barack Obama was questioned. You know, uh, are you what's, uh, what is your position on uh, Louis Farrakhan? Yeah. And then he had to denounce him. Hillary Clinton posed him the question. Mm-hmm. Then he was forced on national TV, they was having a debate, to denounce the Honorable Louis Farrakhan in order to gain that political power. The same with Keith Ellison, uh, a black um, uh, congressperson. Uh, they caused him, and he used to be a member of the Nation of Islam. And now he's a congressperson, and he wanted to acquire, um, uh, to become the head of the, the chairman of the uh, Congressional Black Caucus, or the Democratic mm-hmm. uh, Party. He wanted to be the uh, chairman of the Democratic Party. Uh, but they asked him to denounce Donald Minister Louis Farrakhan because of hate and uh, anti-Semitic remarks, or homophobic remarks. So in terms of politics, and the politics here affects us economically. What, what do we do with those people who 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 are willing to do that to denounce them in the uh, in in the face of, of that? What do we do with them? Do we keep them around, or do we just be like? Well, in terms of because we're not advocating any uh, 
physical harm to our brothers and sisters. They are victims because they are weak to their own personal aspirations, mm-hmm. uh, political aspirations to sell a brother out. And then that means what do we represent? We represent the suffering masses of our people, which that politician is supposed to be concerned with. But he's allowing some outside political interest group that's probably financing this campaign. That's paying him. Yeah, yeah, that is what's going on. <laughs> he being bought out of soul out. Yeah. Basically. And uh so to say that we teach and hate, but you can't teach an emotion. You either tell the truth or you telling a lie. And your reaction to the truth is your emotion. You know, it's facts that we went into uh slavery. We was we was slaves in America. Now are you gonna hate those people that's uh, oppressed us, that murdered us, that lynched us. It's up to you after learning the truth about it. But we're not telling you uh, to hate anybody. We're just telling you your history. Yeah. And once you know the history, then you you react in your own way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, that's kind of childish to say that someone is teaching an emotion. Uh, also, um, let's deal with are you anti-black? Do you hate us? Now, we definitely victims of your hatred. Yeah, we know they hate us. Yeah. Uh, That's why I think that it's so dumb. I, I know we and we should keep doing it. We should keep defending it. But they they don't hold no weight. They their ideas are so are so they're clearly lying. So it's like it's like how long do we keep having to be like it's like I don't even care what they're talking about. Like y'all are clearly lying and we gonna keep organizing so we can have our own power structure because y'all can say y'all can point the anti Semitic finger all y'all want. The truth is the truth. And then if you you look at what the political process is offering us, mm-hmm. well, under the Trump administration, they really not offering us nothing unless you're looking for that food stamp, uh, food box that Mr. Trump is offering you. And in that box, you're relying on whatever the government puts in that box, and that's what you... It's basically crumbs from the rich man table. But if we look at what the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and the Nation of Islam... And really, God is offering us is independence, and that's you know, what's going it, on. Is land, land. We talk. We just talked about. He's leading us to purchase land and to establish businesses to supply our needs. Yeah, and that's what's going on right now. With what you you said that they don't have, with the government doesn't have anything to offer us. It's the debate going on now. They just had the March for Our Lives march. And uh, it was about gun control and gun safety, and what what they are willing they not willing to come back at all on the gun, you know, because it's easy to get a gun basically. Right. And people want to make laws so that these psychotic, crazy people can't buy guns, but they don't want to pull back at all because they that means less money for people that sell guns. People like the NRA. Right. And they are funding the, uh, the the politicians stuff, so they ain't saying nothing about it because right. the NRA is so powerful in that way. And they talk about their constitutional rights to bear arms, but who are they stockpiling weapons for? Because they sold record number of weapons ever since Barack Obama was elected. And what they fear is not the school shooting. What they fear is the black and the brown, uh, the browning of America that the black and the brown, uh, the so-called minorities, becoming the majority and taking power away from those that are in power today. Yeah. 
the white population is a zero percent population growth. So their population is is, is dwindling, mm-hmm. and they're losing power. We just talked about Africa, and if we talked about Europe, because of uh, Islamic immigration and African immigration into Europe, is is the browning in of Europe, and also Europe is becoming Islamic. Islam is the fastest growing religion in the world, and black and brown are migrating into those those nations that was majority white. So that means the whites have a fear of, like Dr. Chris Wilson said, the genetic annihilation. So they grab their gun, and they 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 have faith in in their gun to protect them against the black and brown population growth. So they look, uh, they're preparing for this civil war, you see. But I'm, I'm, I've always been interested, What? why does that happen? Because that don't happen anywhere else in the world but America. These these shootings and stuff like that, where children are going to school and kill as many people as they can, that don't really happen anywhere else. And other places like Australia or or Europe, they they don't they have strict laws against weapons. So the people the people that keep saying like people don't kill people, you know, no guns don't kill people, people kill people, stuff mm-hmm. like that. That's not really a valid argument because we the only country that has this problem. And I I wonder, yeah. I wonder why, what it is about America, what is that sickness that's causing people to do this? Like what? I think is a is a moral, spiritual moral decay. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we look at uh, man, inhumanity to man is morality. So God was taken out of school. Prayer was taken out of school, and what was replaced is immorality. Now they want to promote this uh, homo homosexual agenda to make homosexual uh, lifestyles. Uh, normal now, and then uh, the perversion, um, and then the lack of uh, concern with human life. You know, you take God out, and you take morality out of the equation. Then what do you, what do you judge life on? Then we start operating on our lower desires. You know, and and then uh, you don't have love. We talk about emotion. Yeah, we're not taught to love each other. That's a spiritual thing about love, you know. Because in religion, really, you can boil it boil it down into wanting for your brother what you want for yourself, uh, treating your neighbor the way you want to be treated. Yeah, that's the fundamental golden rule. And if you boil down all religions, that's basically what it is: your relationship to God and your relationship to your neighbor. Yeah, and, and something else is I think that's different about America is most of these mass shootings and stuff they're on uh, some type of like psychiatric drug, that's and true. a lot of those drugs make you uh, like disassociate, you know, with life. So things that would be like, so it makes you like kind of numb to life. Right. So when you you could have the ability to do something like that and not really feel no way about it, and and, and that comes from another economic standpoint that. Those um, uh, those medical, you know, big pharma, yeah. they're so empowered, just like the NRA and all these other people, and they're able to keep peddling these drugs into the 
and to av- we talk about advertising. Right. This is one of the only places you can advertise pharmaceuticals. So it's like yeah. it's kind of crazy that and, and, and it, they are not regulated, right? And now even the government now is beginning to decriminalize marijuana, and they advocating the marijuana use. I had talked to a law enforcement uh, police officer, and they were complaining about how the government, the the mayor, the district attorney d- does not want to uh, enforce the laws against marijuana. Because law uh, marijuana have not been uh, legalized in Texas yet. Oh, but they're already trying to not. But they already decriminalizing it. Okay. So uh, shout out to Dr. Wesley Muhammad that talks about how the U.S. military engineered the marijuana, enhanced the THC level. Yeah. That has an effect of feminizing the male and masculinizing the female. And I heard a lecture at the Master Day about Willie Lynch. That's what Willie Lynch did. It feminized the male and it masculined the uh, the female. So those of us who are involved in the marijuana use, uh, you're really doing your health a disservice. Yeah, and we can't really trust them because what what made them legalize it now? It's It's like something had to develop somewhere to where they're like, either they realize, I don't think it's just money. It's like, we can do something to these people's minds that we wasn't able to do at first. Let's legalize it everywhere. Because yeah. it's like they wouldn't do it. It's like it's, it's, it's always ke- something it, it, going it, it, on. It's chemical castration. Yeah, I don't trust and if them. We, if you know what castration is, it's, it's, it's removing the male uh, testicles, uh, uh, the male uh, reproductive organ. And that was done to the black male during slavery. And also in the, uh, in the uh, Far East, a lot of the Islamic uh, uh, empires castrated the African and made them out of eunuchs in India and in, 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 in the Muslim world. And uh, um, castration is being done chemically now with the use of this enhanced marijuana. Get um, Dr. Wesley's book. Um, find it on, go to NOI.org or the final call. Dot com and find Dr. Wesley book on the uh, where he breaks down this uh, feminizing the black male, the assault on the black male. Uh, so that's what's happening with these drugs, and it's an assault on our community because it's, a, it's an assault on our family. If we're not reproducing it in, under the population control uh, agenda of the government to um, control the world's population, particularly the black and African uh, populations in America and Africa. They want to reduce that population. They use vaccinations. They use diseases like AIDS and Ebola and all of these diseases, viruses that are engineered in uh, Virginia, the U.S. military, and in in, uh, Atlanta, the Center for Disease Control, they put these vaccinations that's that's causing autism or causing disease among us, diminishing our population, is under the gov- the government policy of population control, and the whole thing about it, this uh, uh, homosexual agenda uh, is to reduce population because if we homosexual, are we impotent, are we being castrated? then you're not going to make any children. You're not making any more black babies. 
for them to shoot down in the street. So with the black-owned uh, law enforcement assault on us and others uh, assault on us in terms of violence, is not comparative to the chemical and biological weapons that they use using through vaccinations and through drug addiction. So that's we we laid out all the all the all the uh, problems that we facing. But what, what's what's our solutions? What, what's the solution to all of these things that we are facing? Business Building Block proposed that we all have self development. Right, we ought to take charge of our own lives and our own destiny by investing back. Number one, investing in our own education. You know, let us unite. Let us pool our resources, economicblueprint.org. Let's take our talents and our skills and translate them or parlay them into a business. Or let's join an organization that's up for the upliftment of our community. You know, let's do something constructive with our lives, with our talents and our skills, and not wait on others to do for us. Like I'm saying, if we wait on the rich, we're going to beg for crumbs from the rich man's table, we're going to have that food box. Yeah. You know, said so we'll be living under the bridge. Yeah, one of my friends was asking me that. He, I think we talked about it last week, but we he was asking me about, uh, like, what are we going to do since all these people are in power and they have all these plans? And I was like, we could make a plan. We could we can organize. We can we can get our own land and start growing our own food. We don't have to, we don't have to stay in this situation. Like that's 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 what you see in. Though we talk about principles, like we don't have to stay at the level that we at. We can grow. We just have to be focused and we have to be diligent. And uh, and like you always say, like right out of plan, plan to work and work to plan, because yeah. uh, otherwise we we will be in this situation for more generations to come. Because I remember being younger, hearing about all of this stuff, and now I'm an adult and I still hear the same stuff. So do I want to be? Do I want to? Do I want to be talking with my son about the same things? And and it's a process because a lot of things are new. A lot of things are getting better. Yeah. So that means we're moving in the right direction. Like like you said, organizations like the Nation of Islam, or uh, some of the other people yeah. who are putting in work. It's just like we got to keep it going because they keeping yeah. it going. <laughs> we have we have. It, they didn't build build America overnight. It's not like uh, turning a light switch on. Yeah. It's a it's a. Is, is what you dedicate your life to, the principles and ideals that undergird your life, the things that inspire you, the things that you are passionate about, and that's the things you work toward. Yeah. And then, you know, we have to build our families. We got to be better husbands and better fathers and uh, build our families. And uh, on the female side, we don't have a sister here, but she want to uh, make a contribution to her family, her children, her, 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 her marriage. And to the community, because we got to start at home, and then uh, we be, and then we go abroad from there. We start at home, and then we go abroad. And we but, can take advantage of of the of the environment that we're in. We don't live in a country where where us talking like this and can't get us put on a a firing line or something like that, and they'll shoot us for even talking like this. We in a we do live in a place where you can kind of have a, autonomy. You can kind of break away from the system, not even engage with it, and just do do for self within your own realm. We can we don't even have to acknowledge these people. We can do our own thing. You know what I mean? Because we we happen to be in an environment where they do that. 
They ain't really worried about who in office. They just throw some money at them and have them do what they want to do. They don't really care. We the ones that get emotional about the thing, and we get caught in these symbols and stuff, and uh, what they saying about us, what label are they? You know, it don't really matter at the end of the day whether they make the guns legal or not. If we if we can if we can section off in our own, build our own grids and build our own networks. Yeah, we. we what if we begin to finance those same politicians that we talked about? getting money from outside interest lobbyists. But if we want a politician to to uh, propose legislation in our interest, then we need to finance that that uh, campaign, his, his or her campaign. We need to help, help uh, propose legislation that's in our best interest. And then we have to campaign for the get out to vote and the whole thing. We just got to get involved. Right. And so if we're going to be involved in our governance, and we got to get involved in politics and economics and education, a whole uh, circle of life. We have to participate in it. Right. But if we sit back and just complain about what other people are doing, we're not taking charge of our lives or taking charge of our destiny. And uh, even if you support the show, you can start right there. You can support the Business Building Block show. You can share it with somebody. And then you can start spending money with our sponsors and those advertisers. That that we uh, that we're sharing with you because that's all we trying to do. We trying to yeah. throw that assist. We trying to uh, people that listen to us may not know about a certain. They may not have known about that black owned place. So we trying to send people over there, and we trying to give free game any any information that we get so that the people that are listening can grow their business, and then we can send some people over there. And it's like a whole system that we trying to yeah. create. So uh, that's all we doing with the business building blocks, and uh, and it, and really we uh, toward the end yeah, of the yeah. show. We don't, we don't want to prolong the fact. We want us to take, until we see you next week, let's uh, spend money with black businesses. And shout out to Brother Captain Dennis Muhammad with the Black Dollar uh, Challenge. He came out with, if we spend $20 with a black business, $19 go to the business and $1 go to a charitable cause in our community, a charitable organization. It don't have to be a church or a mosque. It can just be a charity or a homeless person, that $1. But the $19 go to that black business. And if we all made that commitment, then that'll be a difference. You can make a difference yourself. And we can at least do that once a week. Hopefully in the future we'll be supporting black businesses every day, but at least you can make that commitment to spend uh, $20 with a black business once a week. And we was at the, was it the, Quarter, what was the wing quarter. quarter? Wing quarter in Houston on OST. Y'all look that up and tell them you heard about it on the business building blocks. And also support support the media block, the studio, the black owned operated studio that we're now in. And support nationproducts.org. I mean, I'm sorry, nationproducts.com. Nationproducts.com. Get some literature and let's build our library and empower ourselves. All right, I think that's it. So, do you have the blocks? Oh, yeah. You now have the blocks. Now get to building. See you next time. Thank y'all for listening.